0: Okay, hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister Kix. Hi.
1: Hi. I was waiting to go, hi, Kix.
0: Hello. We got to change it up sometimes. I know. Some more yeah, things are we're like, all the same.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, how many times do you like think people know, don't know how to spell my name? But here we are. Well, that's not
0: true time. because you, 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 there are always new listeners.
1: You're right. I should be hopeful that there are new listeners every time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the mindset we need. Um. Well, we have a great Bravo up today. I'm sorry we didn't end up having a in time live Bravo episode last week. We had some technical difficulties. <laughs> My Internet went down uh, minutes before recording was supposed to start. So we couldn't record. Um. So sorry about that. My, yeah. But we do dive into the OC premiere uh, with Nick Rizzo, uh, who is a senior producer on Watch What Happens Live. And uh, just so you know, it's like not recorded uh, on Thursdays, so we're not talking about uh, the current OC. So we'll, we'll get back into the swing of things uh, maybe after the holidays. We have some recordings here and there. So, uh, But we are loving everything that's on Bravo, and uh, there's a lot of good stuff going on.
1: Mmm. You know what's Something we didn't talk about today
0: what, with our summer recording house friend,
1: trailer, Nick, is the summer motherfucking house trailer. I mean, back, I, I they're was, gonna be back and better than it. ever.
0: I like really wasn't expecting Whoa. the trailer I, because
1: they. So the season comes out January seventeenth or something like that. Uh, yeah, seventeenth. Uh, um, which is unusual because they typically summer house. Goes live like early late spring early summer.
0: Yeah, usually it's like March because last I year think, we were doing yeah. like those lives in May.
1: But I think this year they're doing it early just because of how uh, because of Winterhouse happened. um I imagine Winterhouse happened. We want to know more. We know that Kyle and Amanda are married in real life, but on the sh- on the trailer, looks like things go might go the other way. We know Paige and Craig are together, yep. same thing. So explosive trailer, literally better than I thought it
0: would be. Because at some point, Whoa. this is season six, so I'm like, at some point, aren't we? We got it, like, like see at season six or seven of VPR is when things started to get like not good. Mm-hmm. Like six, I think, was the peak, and then I think seven was when things got dark, like not so good anymore. And it's like, how much more is there to do with these people? But there still continues to be drama.
1: Yeah, I mean, from the trailer, it's going to be incredible. And I like that they're bringing in some new people. There's going to be one that, what's his name, from Winterhouse is coming.
0: Oh, I forget his name.
1: Italian yeah. Stallion. Um, um, yeah. Explosive. It looks
0: amazing. It looks great. And like, I, I can't wait. Quick prediction right off the bat. I am worried about Sierra. Why? Not for her mental health. I'm worried about me my relationship with sierra because i don't know that i'm gonna love her coming for queen danielle
1: yeah it's danielle is a friend that she consistently shows you that like oh yeah my best friend is supposed to ride for me that hard right (laughs) (laughs) because danielle i think the reason sierra and danielle fight is because of like sierra's like protecting or sorry danielle's protecting Lindsay. And that's what yeah. like basically it, it probably sets feels up like. Yeah, so, yeah, it could
0: be. It I'm feels like, like that.
1: Everyone gets you a friend that rides for you that fucking hard <laughs> because fuck.
0: And lastly, Austin Kroll, I cannot believe I have to see. At this point, we're watching him year round on Bravo. It's like I just, of all I mean, people I'm not. to be watching year. But like, I'm
1: certainly not watching him year round.
0: But he has three shows. Three shows. I can't. Well, before uh, we get into our Robert chat with Nick, uh, we just wanted to quickly uh, plug a great way to support the pod. And that is by leaving a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five star review. We will read it here on the show. Uh, And we do have a review uh, today. Um,
1: Right. And if you rate us five stars and you let us know what reality TV made you a dumpster diva. Once again, we'll read it out loud if yes. you're on the
0: show. Now, this review doesn't do that because I was with a friend and essentially forced her to write a review, and we're going to read that.
1: Okay. Algorithm <laughs> is This was algorithm. At, this so. was at
0: a Hanukkah party on Sunday, and she said, you have a podcast. I had not seen her in a while. Um, and I was like, yeah, you want to leave us a review. <laughs> so this review from my friend Marissa says, it's uh, it's written by uh, it is Marissa. that is her username here, Love, love, love. (laughs) The review reads, fabulous, so relatable, and truly genuine, and so fun. Thank you for creating this. A review for someone who's never listened to the podcast.
1: Well, we appreciate that. Honestly, take your Uber driver's phone, write us a review on their phone. If you're talking to someone at the bar, they hand you your phone to put in the number. Subscribe to Dumpster Dive on their phone. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I forget how to unsubscribe to things. So
2: yeah,
0: there you go. Title
1: Um, still charges me monthly.
0: I can't, I can't even, we can't get into that. Um, Well, we are going to take a quick break and we will be back with uh, Nick Rizzo in one second. Uh, Talk to you guys soon. Okay, and we are back, Uh, and today we are joined by uh, Nick Rizzo. He is a senior producer on Watch What Happens Live, a true Bravo aficionado, has an encyclopedic knowledge of all things Bravo, and we've got a lot going on Bravo right now, so it feels the right time to have Nick here. Nick, welcome to Dumpster Dive. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're so excited. And we were talking before um, we we pressed the record button. You have such a festive little background with your Christmas tree and uh, everything. I see a little pillow.
2: I love Christmas so much to the point where I'm in a studio apartment. I do not need an eight and a half foot tree. And oh, yet, my God.
0: I, well, we can only see the side of it. I didn't realize it's oh, eight and a half feet tall. It's, it's huge. Like,
2: it's huge and takes up my entire apartment. But it's... I get
1: it, though. I mean, I live in a studio <laughs> as well, but I bought, like, a mini Christmas tree because I was like, oh, I, I'm my small apartment. Yeah. But now I'm like, I no, should have a big-ass You have one. a
0: gr- great space. You, should, you have enough room to get a big one.
1: There's always next yeah.
2: year money. I mean, I I ran into the issue where I don't love to voluntarily give Jeff Bezos any more money, but in at Whole Foods, they have these eight and a half foot trees and they're on sale for 60 bucks. But then walking around the streets of New York, I'm trying to just get a little one for my apartment and they're charging like 150 from these Christmas tree mm-hmm. farms. And I want to support local, but like it's a, it's a much better deal, you know.
1: <laughs> Wait, okay, Tom and I Tom and I's first Christmas in the city to, when we had lived together. So like we lived together as the listeners know cuz we talk about it fucking constantly. We lived together for like a two, a little over 2 years and the first Christmas in our apartment. We got a real Christmas tree. Died in 3 days. Oh, well, d-
2: oh. you do have to water it. You know that.
1: Yes. Yeah, Nick,
0: oh. you know, thank you so much for that. And <laughs> it is something that we did not do enough of i'll say yeah. that and by mm-hmm. the time
1: we also put it right in front of the heater <laughs> yeah, so
0: oh, a full of fire course. Oh, my. Of and, course. and like we had a christmas party on like the 19th of december or 20th and the tree was she dead. she's dead and she's we dead. like We, like, had to, (laughs) like, don't, like, uh, but when you get here, don't touch the tree, because, like, it will just, like, shed on you. Also, uh, the lights are off because it's a fire hazard. (laughs) Yeah. But after that, we do fake. I do love a real tree. I just, like, the fake ones are so easy, but you you go real on your trees.
2: I do enjoy, I do enjoy a real tree. The smell, and it's just, it, it makes it feel like Christmas.
0: I know. I agree. Well, and speaking of real trees, we was was this this morning or last night? We
1: it was last night. We, we would be remiss to not talk about it, <laughs> as Tom always starts.
0: New York City. Wow, what a town! I mean, sometimes there's there's days in New York where you're like, I hate this town like so much with every inch of my soul, and then there's days where you rem- where you remember like the camaraderie that New Yorkers have, like the the mutual understanding <laughs> of the world that a lot of New Yorkers had, and some. Arsonist slash God, angel hero <laughs> hero <laughs> lit the fox <laughs> it Christmas tree on fire. It the
2: plumes of smoke though I admit, <laughs> they were just black and billowing. It wasn't a normal fire like it looked intense. No,
1: they what's weird is that when I was looking at the video that I watched multiple times. It looks like this person knew what they were doing, which is kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that here on Dumpster Dive, we do not condone our setup. No, no, no. <laughs> I will say. <laughs> there times. <laughs> yeah. I will say watching the tree, only half of it be engulfed in flames, and then all of a sudden it's just.
2: It kept bringing me back to Luann when she tried to light that fireplace and the whole thing just went.
0: And what you don't even realize is that we're doing a holiday series here on the podcast. Uh, We have two episodes a week. One episode is the one, you know, we are recording in this very moment. Um, And then the other one is like uh, we watch old episodes. And the episode we just recorded on is the Berkshire's Christmas episode where uh, they light Ah, the fire in the house. So good. It's so, so good, and incredible. yeah, we were talking about it, and it was like they literally just like lit, like when you break it down, like they qu- they could have just lit a fire in the middle of the room. I mean, was, they just lit a fire in the house.
2: <laughs> it was insane, and the fact that Dorinda was so chill about it was so funny.
1: Everyone, I'm like, I, how are the producers not stepping yeah. in, like running on camera? Although,
2: I mean. I guess this is Dorinda is a woman who will, in another Berkshire's episode, stick her entire face into a cake of lit candles, which I will <laughs> never get over. If we're speaking of like fire and arson, I, I, yeah. <laughs>
0: I yeah. forgot about that completely. We haven't. We're we're, we're covering every Berkshire's episode. Um, oh, good, uh, which good. is a fun little Christmas thing. I encourage you next Christmas. I I did this for the past two Christmases. Is I watch like the Berkshire all the Berkshire's episodes while I decorate the house for Christmas. It's like the best like way to get in the holiday spirit. I mean, I love that. Christmas That's vacation? So who? I mean, <laughs> Dorinda is our Chevy Chase. One thousand percent.
1: She gives the level of comedy, so yeah, it's not far off. She
0: absolutely does. Well, Nick. Speaking of Dorinda, I have to know. So, if, if for those that maybe missed in the beginning, Nick does work uh, at Watch What Happens Live, and uh, I got to know like Rose and Thorn Housewife experiences on Watch <laughs> What Happens Live. Who's who's an absolute joy. And I guess you, you don't have to name names if you don't want to, but oh, you yeah. could hint at anyone who surprised you with their behavior.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, they're honestly, like, all of them have been, all of the housewives have been pretty much exactly what you expect. I will say Dorinda was always so much fun to have, and mm-hmm. hopefully we'll have her back in the clubhouse soon. Uh, Sonia is always such a fun time, It's always a good night at work when Sonia shows up because, you know, we're going to be drinking after the show and Sonia will just stumble into the kitchen and it'll turn into a party, which is always it's it's like a fever dream. And then Ramona isn't surprising, but she is (laughs) one of the most difficult
0: ones. Uh-huh. To what's, what, work what's with a, and interact with. What's on Ramona's rider? I gotta know. Like, <laughs> I mean, when I will
2: always go back to when Andy had all of the OGs on uh, to announce that he was g- having a son, yep. uh, and everyone mm-hmm. was so excited. That was our last taping of the year, so we all went to the Cubby Hole for our like, favorite bar party. Mm-hmm. It's such a great bar. And oh my god. They this was like one of the only times that they've closed the cubbyhole for a private event. So this was a big deal. So all of the housewives came, which was so cute to see Kyle and Ramona oh and god, Teresa all so at much. the cubbyhole. And there was a whole spread of you know, appetizers, charcuterie, what have you and Ramona was just perched at the bar. And granted, this is our holiday party. I don't, you know, I love Ramona, but I'm sort of off the clock at this point. She grabs my arm and she's like bossing me around, being like, (laughs) I would like a plate of firm white cheese. Like She was so specific (laughs) about the cheese cubes that I had to go grab for her. And she wanted some bread and she was very particular about all of that, which I loved and I gladly did sure, it. And, yeah. know, and it's just sort of that stuff. That's amazing. I, I will also never forget in terms of surprising.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Remember the twins from Jersey?
0: Yes. Teresa
2: and Nicole, Nicole. Yeah. That's,
0: yeah, that's correct.
2: Yeah. Um, with, they came for their first Watch Reppens Live appearance years ago.
0: And probably they, their last.
2: <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it was kind of a one and done. They brought, normally people have like a handful of people with them. Mm-hmm. These two brought, I I kid you not, maybe like 40 to 50 people that all just came. It was like a block party in our office. We had nowhere to put all these people. <laughs> It was what chaos. On earth? It was so funny. For,
1: no shade to them, but I'm about to say something shady. Like, they're not that, like, bitch. No. Like, there's other people right, that, like, mean leaps or, like. And this is and this <laughs> Yeah, is Mariah Carey. Yeah, thank and you. And this is
2: something that Andy said a lot, too, is that it's usually flipped with um, people's level of fame and the size of their entourages. It's usually, yeah. like, an inverted equation there. Oh, where, that's very like,
0: interesting.
2: I remember one time Leah Remini came as a guest, and out of nowhere, J Lo just showed up because she just wanted to hang out with her, and it was just like, all of a sudden, I was at my desk, and J Lo just walked by. That's like, wild. The normal streetwear, yeah.
0: It, so their friendship funny. is their friendship is a surprising one to me. I mean, well, they didn't they like grow up together, right?
2: Yeah they they have yeah. a long history together. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's just the. To think that they both grew up together and then see who they are, it just like they, I, it confuses me. I'm like, where I I want a little more Leah Remini and J Lo. I think one thousand percent. I just want a, a little more like feisty brassness, you know.
1: <laughs> I feel like she probably has that. I just imagine, yeah. I don't know. Not to dissect J Lo, but
0: no, no. Ugh. Um, Well, Nick, we always like to uh, kind of hear about everyone's uh, journeys with reality television uh, when they come on the pod. So we want to ask you, uh, what reality show or what uh, reality personality on said show uh, made you a dumpster diva? That's what we call um, our fellow trash, trash peoples that we love so much. Um,
1: Trash holes. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And And it doesn't have to be Bravo. So just kind of like when reality came into your orbit, take it away.
2: Yeah. I mean, for me... Housewives. I started watching probably from the beginning, but even before that, I was really into The Mole, and I was really into uh, The Amazing Race. Uh-huh. I wasn't as mm. much into the the docu series or like unscript or unstructured reality. Right. Uh, but my favorite. Oh, I loved Charlotte and Mirna from The Amazing Race. The what cousins. What season is that?
0: I mean, I that think it was like me. seasons
2: four or five and um charla was a little person or she is a little person Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: her cousin mirna they were on the show together and they were so funny they were just because they traveled the world and they were so tenacious charla was in i think argentina and she got electrocuted with a fence (laughs) because it's the clip is insane they're on the side of the road they can't get their car to start and she's walking in this mud and goes to grab onto a fence for support <laughs> and gets zapped because it's electric. It's- no. And I always rooted for them, and I really wanted them to win. And they popped up in various iterations of The Amazing Race. Like, they did all stars, I believe. And Charlotte was in an episode of The Comeback um, with Lisa Kudrow, <laughs> which was such a good cameo. <laughs> but, yeah,
0: I remember. Were- I, just, I, I just looked them up. And I remember – because. Uh, best week ever would do. I think it was best week ever that would do like weekly. I mean, obviously that's the name of the show, but they would like they would talk about America's Next Top Model. They would talk about like all the reality shows for like a second. And I think I remember um them on that. I, I've only seen like I would say like oh my god, my dogs are going crazy behind me. Um, I <laughs> they're acting like maniacs. Um, no, I I think I've only seen like maybe four or five seasons of Amazing Race, and they're kind of like just random ones. It's a blast. I just, I think the one thing about it that never hooked me, like I am with the Survivor and Big Brother trio of CBS reality is like, I feel like there's, I I want more drama and like cross group strategy. I know that sometimes they will be like, we're, we got a plane ticket for our friends and not you or things like that. I, I know that happens, but.
1: But I think, yeah, I think with Amazing Race for me, it's definitely like a blind spot in my like reality TV, like knowledge, like. It, because I'm familiar I with the mall, like you said, I know the mall. I know that's the stuff. players. I know the game. Right. Same with Amazing Race, I guess. But like, I never. I think I tried to watch season one because every time I finish Survivor, it always starts Absolutely, on Hulu. <laughs> it starts, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, I think I watched season one. It's fun, but like, I see what Tom's saying because they're literally just so busy. Yes, they don't have time to like fight with each mm-hmm. other and, and that's, something and like.
2: Actually, like something that goes into my love for Housewives is one reason why I love The Amazing Race is because they were racing with someone who they had a strong connection with and a, a history with. So you cared when they were at their wits end and they yeah. were having these interpersonal conflicts and they couldn't figure out the next clue or someone. I mean, it's sort of like in drag. You know how in Drag Race. You need to learn how to sew if you get cast on Drag Race. Of course, Like on Amazing Race. But but still half will
0: never learn. The girls still don't, (laughs) yeah. If you get
2: cast on the Amazing Race, you need to go to a parking lot and you you need to learn how to drive stick shift because you will be in the middle of Romania and you'll have to use a car and you won't be able to, you won't be able to drive. And so seeing like, best friends or husband and wives like break down because they can't drive a car I've always loved, but then it also leads into why I love the housewives because it is such a strong uh, example of you need those organic connections, you know, you need those which is why Jersey is so great because these people, they actually do know each other and they've known each right. other for decades. And that's, I love that because then you care about the fights and you care right. about the disagreements. Uh, it's, it's a little less, I guess, it's like genuine if they're all together just because they're filming a show. Yeah.
1: That's area. really such a, yeah, that's such a great point about amazing race because Like it seems like your origins of reality TV are uh, like competition reality, oh for sure, and American Idol too. I mean, I mean, mean, yeah, forget it. We loved it. We talk about it all the time. It's just, I mean, yeah. I I too like started with competition reality TV because it was so much less drama and then the more i watched it i was like itching for more drama but um i think that that's why like new york has always worked so well for me jersey like atlanta because they actually, like, are friends in real life, know each other. Potomac as well. Mm -hmm. But, like, Beverly Hills up until this season, I feel like I never really... I mean, Tom always comes for me. Yeah, the beginning... Kix
0: has (laughs) never seen season one or two or three of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and has a Housewives podcast. Wow. (laughs) That's so interesting, especially because (laughs) those first
2: three seasons are...
0: Are all about (laughs) family And familial.
2: And they all know each other like it's <laughs> it's so deep rooted and then, yeah. Oh yeah, my god. Um, I know it's
0: it's
1: here sickening. we are. A week later when I get Shit on for not watching it and then I'm like Well fuck I need to watch it and then I don't So it, it's gonna happen it's
0: gonna happen Yeah, It really needs to I, I don't know I don't know what else to say I, You're like yeah, what I love I'm, is the, But what, what I love is like you're like Beverly Hills is the worst And then we come to find out Like a couple, like, a, a couple months ago That she'd never seen the beginning seasons and I'm like You oh. can't say it's the worst because it <laughs> it, it isn't like, like It used to be the gold standard I mean in mm-hmm. this past season of course was fantastic But we had we had some slumps, but what is not slumping is what is on right now. I will say because we have both OC, which we we didn't have our regular recap last week. Um, so I do want to chat briefly about OC, uh, about the premiere. There is a new episode premiering as we speak. I'm sh- I, I, have you seen it already, Nick?
2: Yes, it yeah. is so good. The second episode is just delicious it's beautiful it's brilliant it is oh my god it's really really good
1: yeah so by the time our listeners are listening this would have been um premiered and tom and i would have watched it but at the moment i nick i trust your judgment as someone that works for the brand so (laughs) (laughs) i just i i as someone who i did i have seen some of the early seasons like episode here and there. I know everything that goes on, but I miss most of the uh, most of it. (laughs) So learning about yeah, learning about Gina and other new people. I'm like, am I texting Tom? Like, am I supposed to like
2: them? (laughs) Oh, oh, for OC. Yeah. Yeah.
1: For OC. Yeah.
2: Gina's had some growth. Her hair is great now. She (laughs) it is so much so wild that she her hair. I don't, don't know why it took so long, but <laughs>
0: what a what a I good haircut will do to a personality too. I mean, yeah. she really her has come into herself. Line,
1: her tagline makes me laugh so hard. It wasn't in the first episode; it's in the second. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. really. And the only thing I know about her is that her house is small. Before I started this season, so like her the, her tagline being "My house may be small, but so and so blah blah blah" mm-hmm. made me laugh out loud because I'm like. Yeah, I mean that's the only thing I know about you. So.
2: <laughs> yes, I am very excited. We saw Heather Dubrow give Gina
0: a house tour in the premiere, which I, was it, so it good. Was amazing. And, Gina, and, I mean, she was us.
2: Oh, one thousand percent. And also, if if you enjoyed that, I highly recommend going to Heather Dubrow's YouTube page because she did a oh she did a meticulous home tour series where every episode is a different room of the house and you get really into the nitty-gritty of all of the random features she has and
1: like her ice and yes all
2: that. she yeah. specifically pumped with has air oh my god hexa- yes yeah, she has specific ice that's pumped with air so that when you she likes to crunch on the ice so it doesn't hurt her teeth like things like that where you're like How do you... This is just throwing away money at this point. It's just wild. Right, because
1: watching her give the house to her, I had seen the house. I haven't seen all the YouTube videos, but I'm familiar with, of course, her and her wealth. But I am constantly perplexed about the level of wealth that she has. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I understand that Dr. Dubrow is, a like, one of the best plastic surgeons in the country, but, like, that... That, in my mind, doesn't connect to this massive fucking house. Like, I get that yes. they would be rich and have all these things, and but the way this house is, I'm like, how are you not billionaires by how you're living? Like, that's what's I'm confused So
0: about. I looked up net worth because yeah. when I was watching, because I was like, I got to know where the money's at, like how much there is. And granted, celeb- celebritynetworth.org is not really the most oh, accurate no, website yeah. in the world, but... <laughs> I searched a couple websites, and a lot. most were living around the $50 million range as their net worth, which $50 million, I mean, is a shit ton of money to be worth, but it almost feels like this house is at, like, the top of their budget if they have $50 million. Because, like, the upkeep of the house has to be, like, I mean, how much money? The mortgage, like, has to be so much. And then think about just, like, all of the amenities like that they have to keep going like the people who clean the house. Cause you know how there's not cleaning the house. And then no. they We're have to- a
1: staff, like they have, they must, they probably have a house manager who manages like a cleaning s- staff, mm-hmm. a pool staff, a like chef or
2: part-time. I do feel like, I do feel like Terry Dubrow has generational wealth. I think okay. that's like I think that's something that I I am speaking out of turn. I don't really have anything to back this up with, but
0: <laughs> you're, you're not speaking out of like turn. Terry will to, never hear this. <laughs> I just
2: feel like he grew up in LA, and yeah, he definitely was a huge plastic surgeon in the '90s, which it, like during the boom of plastic surgery, when everyone started right. doing it, it was like this hot thing. But I still feel like. I think he has old money that is being mm-hmm. trickled down.
0: I, I'm sure you're because, right.
1: Like we, we know the Kardashians' finances because they fucking talk about it all the time. It's mm-hmm. on every Forbes magazine. So, but like they're technically again from networth.com. This whole, we don't even know if it's real. They're technically more wealthy than the Dubros, and so that's what I think is not. Making right. sense in my mm-hmm. mind like, that like quite literally
0: a hundred times more wealthy. Like literally. <laughs> like like they are essentially billionaires and and they don't have hexagonal ice that's pumped with air. Yeah. I
1: mean they might. They're just you know what. But yeah, but, it's interesting. But those watching- houses,
0: like the the uh Calab the Calabasas houses to me, uh like the Kardashians homes don't seem nearly as big as this house. Yeah. Like they it seems like you could fit like two of their houses in this house house i mean that that even just that garage that is like they also
1: built it like it's a custom build like it's the which costs more money than buying a house so it's Mm -hmm. like
0: well i have to wonder (laughs) it makes me think a lot about i mean i I assume you've seen queen of versailles the documentary yes Uh, of course makes me think a lot about that <laughs> like how they were building the biggest house in America or something and then you mm-hmm. know all hell breaks loose if you haven't seen queen of versailles it's a must watch essentially this this uh family builds this epic house and the the do- the documentary is supposed to just be about their house <laughs> but while they're filming uh the husband goes into insane bankruptcy and they are stuck with like an empty Mansion, it's like Happy. Great Gardens. It's yeah, shocking.
2: partially completed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fucked.
0: Um, great watch. And she's been on Bravo, oh, <laughs> which is yeah. bizarre. She's been on Below Deck Below twice. Deck. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, <sighs> but uh, back to OC. A couple other things about the premiere, though, and and just in general, uh, loving the new additions. I was uh, across the board. I think the the friend of is I forget her name. She's a little Nicole. sleepy to me, Nicole. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's Jen. Dr. Jen. Liking Jen, Jen yeah. a lot, and Noella a lot, and no- hating no- both Noella and Jen's husbands. <laughs> yes,
2: and Noella has filed for divorce, so this is going to be yes. very interesting to watch this season unfold, Noella I'm Noella sure.
1: is the she's bisexual too I yes think. yes i think we see that in a pro, like a little promo you which see you think it is in the second at,
2: episode yeah
0: yeah okay, she fun. like walks
1: up to shannon's daughter and goes i'm bi too and it's like <laughs> <AK>. okay
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> i live for it the tea that i heard about noella which i don't know if we've talked about here in the pod and nick i know you probably have to stay tight-lipped on things but um i heard that Noel noella's husband has had tax issues for a long time, which which this comes up on the show, yeah. And that, and she had said some, there was this rumor that I don't know who put it out there, it could have been Bronwyn because they're ex friends, but that like she um, asked her husband if she could bring it up on the show as like a storyline, and he said, No, I'll divorce you if you do that. And then she brings it up, and then he's like, Well, I'm gonna divorce you.
2: Oh, I don't, I do not, I have no knowledge of this, but I so mean, I. From what I've seen of him on the premiere, he definitely seems like the kind of lawyer that would get sued a
0: lot. Yeah. Anyone Just who has with a like billboard. Those cheesy ads. Yes. Yeah, the yeah, billboard. If you have a billboard, is, you've
1: got some things.
0: There's some stuff up. And if you have, what's his name again? He has like a, a, a name. It's like a Nice James name. or Good James or something like that. Sweet oh, James? Uh,
2: Sweet James, yes. Which. <laughs> that is which
1: reminds me of like barbecue sauce or something like sweet yeah. baby rays is like a barbecue sauce <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: like <laughs> it's just, i would hate to like be in court and be like and who's representing you and you're like oh sweet james <sighs> sweet and it's Josh. like the, like how are you taken seriously
1: <laughs> he's not <Yeah. laughs> i can't no. imagine
0: and it reminds me of like selena and barnes or like people who have like the like <laughs> billboards in new york city of course yeah I wonder if he has a. I wonder if he has a jingle because you know Selena and Barnes have that. Oh, Selena he Barnes and Barnes definitely has a jingle. If you have a
1: billboard, you have a jingle. That's just that's it. You can't. Those own are the a rules. We don't make the rules.
0: <laughs> um, but yes, loving Jen, her husband who seems to never want to be clothed, which is interesting. Mm. Um, and uh, I don't know. I I mean. I, I know that I, that we have a lot that has happened in this moment that's airing right now at the fight at the house. I really deeply in my bones think Shannon is often up to no good. I think the show is like <laughs> really gone to her ego, like as it ha- as it does to most people, but she just I really, like,
2: I don't she's transformed. think she, and the best part of this is deep down. I really don't think she's happy that Heather's back
0: no and you just not at feel all.
2: it you feel it in every in every step of her being like every scene you're always like you really don't like that she's here right now but you are just sucking this up and it's so good and the fact that she drunkenly went to javier's and heather took care of her tab it's so rich, chef's kiss it's
1: so yeah it's really it feels so niche Mm -hmm. that like we understand it because that's like what housewives is this is somehow they're all going to the same restaurants blacking out and And, someone's there they
2: always go to javier's this was where back in season nine i believe heather and shannon got into a fight because Shannon went to the bathroom and Heather took her seat. And this is when things were very <laughs> tense with them. This was when like Heather kicked Shannon out of her house. And then yep. there was that whole like, we're taking the Bedors down conversation. So they were, they were ready. It wasn't just about the taking of a seat. It was, it was a lot of buildup, but it was, oh, it was so good. And it was so good to see them back at Javier's.
1: Because I wonder with Shannon's like disdain for Heather if I imagine as someone who has no idea I imagine that it has a lot to do with Shannon being kind of like the reigning OC person on this cast Mm -hmm. and then Heather comes in and it's like wait I'm supposed to be the not OG OG of this Mm -hmm. group because there's no one who's been on there longer than Shannon at this point if you don't put Heather in the mix.
2: And when they weren't on together, Mm -hmm. they really didn't have the best relationship. And and also another thing is now um, with these new housewives, some of them are friends with Heather. So Shannon probably feels like... She probably feels a little bit like a fish out of water. Especially because the people that she does have on the show, Gina and Emily... They're only just getting to a good spot in their friendships. They've also had very rocky friendships for the past couple of years. So, Shadden probably feels a little bit on an island right now, which makes me laugh. And it makes for incredible. It makes for incredible TV. Yeah,
0: her face in that house tour was. H- hilarious. She, she
1: just looked like... like she was gonna shit herself. She was so uncomfortable. <laughs> so, because oh my like God. the way that we were like flashing back to like her big ass home, and she was like this is triggering yeah. cuz i too had a big home
2: but by the it's way like, she still has her... a
0: gorgeous home i know a <laughs> yeah. gorgeous home it's like but K- i don't kicks I, I don't think you know that she in her old home she had hospital um grade air pumped into the home that was like her mm-hmm. like heather de like amenity mm-hmm. so, just just for <laughs> okay. some context i some okay something else i want to say about shannon is that like i want her to this is nothing to do with like losing weight or like any of that it's like she doesn't dress her body for like the shape that she has and it's like it's like she's so ashamed of like the journey she's gone on with like like her body and like she's beautiful it's like it's like look at look at emily like emily i think is one of the most beautiful housewives we have and dresses. She she's hot. Okay, like mm-hmm. she like dresses her body how it should like to accentuate like all the parts that are amazing and beautiful about her. But like but, yeah, yeah, but like no one cares. And you you're the guy. The her boyfriend is like hot. Shannon's boyfriend. He's like a hot. He's like hot Zaddy. <laughs> I mean like oh. like like I don't think he's like like I think he's hot for like an OC fifty five year old guy. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like it's like you have a guy who loves you. It's like like. Feel yourself like you like, like I loved what she was wearing when she goes to the party.
2: Oh, with that dramatic
0: ponytail! Oh, she looked great. She looked awesome. But she shows up to Javier's like, (laughs) like you look. Unwell. Like, you don't look happy to be here. You don't look happy to be with Gina and Emily. Like you can't well, pretend I don't know very well. The
2: outfit. I think that's more. She's like, oh boy, yeah,
0: yeah. I think there's like ten thousand things that she's unhappy about. <laughs> she's just, she's, she's, she's trouble. But, um, well, let's jump into SLC though because we had, we continue to have explosive. Upon explosive episodes Like you think you peak with the Shah rest and that episode almost feels Like the third best episode Of the, se- the season Like cause mm-hmm. last week's Episode was amazing and then This past Sunday's was Even better and The amount of footage that They're using that y- your Team is using I should say Nick And yes. like just like <laughs> This episode was like just Essentially just a scene like like Mm -hmm. it was like 12 under it was probably like nine hours of yeah and non-stop yeah it
2: it was nuts and i mean i just watched these episodes of my jaw on the floor they're so good and
1: what i appreciate a lot and i'm gonna say i told you so to tom and people who are like this season would be boring without jen shaw's arrest Like, we talked about Jen Shaw last episode for... It wasn't even... Like, it was 20% of, like, the meat of the drama. Or less less than that, probably. Less than that. I mean, people are pointing at... The only reason Jen's being brought up at this point on this episode is because they're like, Mary is doing things just as to Yeah, they're comparing her to it You know, it's not that... And it's Mary and Lisa and... You know, there's just so many other... Like, I don't even it's not really even storylines. It's like Mary's storyline is branching off all of this drama that like I think that we were getting kind of fed at the beginning of the series before the women knew that Jen was getting arrested. So it we're just getting so much and I'm having a
2: blast. It's it's great. And then also I loved Heather meeting with her her sister too. I thought that was really emotional because that's something that is so unique to this particular city is the whole, the huge importance of religion and what does it mean to be Mormon? And it was just so interesting to see Heather and her sister talk about regrets and them not being able to connect because of their faith and because of the rules that were put into place for them. It was really, I I really, yeah, it was,
0: I mean, I, it was extremely eye opening and I really love all of these like (laughs) cult storylines. I'm sorry. Like I love them (laughs) like between Mary's cult and then uh, the Mormon cult itself and then essentially the ML, the MLM cults that everyone's running behind the scenes. Like it's, it's great, which also brings me to the point of like, it's so shocking to me how shocked they are about like the criminal activity that Like Jen has been a part of And Are also they shocked?
1: M- Just <laughs>
0: They kind of were I mean like I don't know like I felt like they Were s- so surprised And it's like Salt Lake City has to Not be a very big place Like you're on a show Like there's no way in my brain That you're not hearing rumors about like certain Like business things You know I don't know I, I feel like I mean, They like should have not known that she was doing all these bad things, but I guess Heather did say that she was like the business seemed unsavory, but she keeps saying Yeah, I just again. I'm
1: not i I'm finding that their shockedness is coming from her getting arrested and caught more than it's from her them actually finding out that she's doing bad things.
2: Yeah, and that's something Meredith points out tonight that there were all of these red flags that they were all collectively choosing to somewhat ignore. Yeah, but I do think there is something interesting about the fact that, like, prior to her arrest, no one could really pinpoint exactly what she did for a living and and w- how she made her money, which is it's a pretty important thing.
0: Yeah, and she, I just never understand people like her or Teresa, who like are in situations where they shouldn't be flaunting wealth and just are, or Erica even like. Like it's so bizarre. It's such a bizarre flex to do when like you know that no matter if Jen's like business was good or bad, she's not making enough money to be doing what she's doing. In my mind, like like the eighty thousand, fifty thousand dollar birthday party for for Meredith last year, and then like just like the clothes, the homes. It's like it's all confusing. Or in rent renting that chalet has to be so expensive. Like, for the show? Yeah,
1: I think it, I really do think it's, like, an arrogance of, like, I'm so wealthy that I'm untouchable. Like, this level of, like, regardless of if I'm, what I'm doing is legal or not, like, I'm rich as fuck, and that nothing's, nothing can touch me, and so I think that that's kind of maybe the shock of it all, is that she's so rich that the fact that she's, had this huge investigation and this huge arrest and these massive allegations that are probably real are like the, the the fact that she's getting this close to being arrested and for and been jail prison whatever I think that's more shocking because she is it's like the rich untouchable thing is what I'm trying to get at
2: mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see what happens I mean in march when she does have to go to trial so that'll mm-hmm. be very it'll be very interesting
1: you know what because they usually do film early in the year so like i i'm curious to find out um i'm sure you can't tell us but i'm curious to find out when they film it's like just based on the past two seasons it's been around they end around march maybe april so it's gonna be t- it's gonna be intense.
2: I can't wait. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, I, well, I don't know though because yeah. when is the reunion gonna be? Because the reunion will probably be in like in March ish. Don't you think?
2: I'm not sure. And also, it's so it's so hard to. That's something that all of the cities really had to deal with was the COVID of it all. And mm-hmm. and so I feel like the old schedule, like it, I. I think cities have been having sort of different time frames in terms of when they've been filming just because Mm -hmm. of how everything has shifted because of this whole pandemic. But it is is so nice to be seeing I mean Salt Lake season one was such a breath of fresh air when it Mm -hmm. came out because at the time it was the only Housewives city that was airing that was sort of unaffected by the pandemic because they wrapped yeah. in, like, February of 2020, which was right. amazing. A chef's
0: kiss to Bravo for that preface. unintentional planning.
2: And it is nice to be on, it looks like, the other side of everything where, you know, the world is opening up again and there are precautions in place, but it is, it is easier to have group dinners and to go on vacations I mean, I just keep thinking back to like the the prior last season of Atlanta with like Marlo and her face shields. And I'm like, oh, my God, that was wild. Yeah. I believe we lived through yeah. that.
1: Because Atlanta really was like the first from what it seemed was like the first show to get back filming um, after like very intensive lockdown. So it, it's it's crazy to see that the Salt Lake women have really got on They got right before it and then they got on the tail end of us trying to figure out vaccinations and masks and we're trying to establish, I hate this quote, but a new normal. So they've (laughs) like really lucked out with the scheduling of it all.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah they really have, especially for for a new show. Well, mm-hmm. who are you? Who Nick? Who are you loving on Salt Lake? Who do you stand? I mean, I, I have a feeling because you sent me you sent us a certain photo with you and a certain someone. Oh, but... well, I
2: love Lisa Barlow. I mean, she's yeah. just perfect in my eyes. Um, even though in last week's episode she was a little like flip floppy with Mary just Uh, a little yeah (laughs) but I do I do love her and I hope that she she's going to be on watch reference live on Sunday so I'm sure she's going to have a lot to answer for in terms of that Um, I love her so much I really love All of the women, for various reasons, I I think they're all so fun and so dynamic. And I think Whitney is so underrated. I think she's so funny. And also, her knowing all of that information about lead lists and schooling everyone. I was just so shocked and so taken by her. That was great. Um, Jen... Shah, I do love. I went to Hustlers and I saw her at the strip club. A couple. No, you Stop. didn't, Nick. No, so it was it was really fun. Um, saw her <laughs> getting some lap dances. Oh it, my
0: god! I am in shock right now. It oh my god! I was
2: just hanging out at a friend's apartment in Hell's Kitchen, and we were like, I mean. Should we go? And really, like, right yeah. Yeah, it's right there. We might I mean it's well. like three
1: long blocks, but it, yeah, it's very right very long blocks
2: <laughs> and it was very cold. But we got there and luckily there was a coat check, so that was good. It was my first time at a straight, like female strip club. So that was <laughs> just a it was an eye opening experience. But it was so good to see Jen because we haven't had she hasn't been on Watch Weapons Live, so It's crazy.
1: The fact that she's doing like strip club appearances is just like you couldn't even like make it up if you tried. Like Mm -hmm. it just feels so cliche. Criminal. To be like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if cliche is the right word, but it's just like. There's something that just makes sense about it, but she's entering her like laugh. mob,
0: her like gangster mobster era, which is like strip club appearances. Bonina. Really fits into yes. like a mobster point of view. Well, Nick, you just said something that I need to go back to. You're like, this is my first female, uh, straight female strip club. I want to learn about the gay strip club you went to that you essentially were alluding to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh well, I mean, there is this wonderful place in Fort Lauderdale named Johnson's. Um, yes, I've heard. Of,
0: I've heard of Johnson's. If you haven't
2: gone. It's a great time but then also in Vegas there's also it's not a gay strip club but there's this place called, I think it's called Palomina or Palomino and it's well it is a it's a strip club with male dancers but it's for a more female demographic I guess
0: got it got it <laughs> oh that sounds fun I've I've only been to I've been to one gay strip club and it was in um it was in Playa del Carmen, which was a oh. shocking place because famously gays are not very appreciated in that uh, part of oh. Mexico. Oh, yeah, I did like, know that. Yeah, like the gay, like there's not, there's there was one gay bar in Playa that, because Puerto Vallarta is like so gay, right? But then like Playa del Carmen, like there was one gay bar and we went in and like, it was like not a good place to be. Like and like, you had to go down like an alley to get there. And then the gay bar that I went to, the, the strip club though, the floor was sand, and not in like a kitschy way. Like in a like oh. almost may, maybe we maybe we call it dirt. Maybe not sand. Honestly, it was it I mean, was a sand
1: dark, is dirt, dirt is dirt. sand.
0: It's so, not. Yeah. It's not sand is glass. Dirt is not glass.
1: Okay. <laughs> you know, there you go. I would say sand is dirt. Dirt is not sand.
0: I d n I don't know. I don't oh, think okay. Yeah, I think
1: the one strip club I've been to go. I went to there's so Dallas, um, Texas has like a the strip club that what's the Channing Tatum movie?
2: Magic oh Magic Mike. Mike. Magic Mike. Oh. Is based he,
0: oh oh
2: yeah. that's
1: fun. I've been there and it their rumors are true. Carpet.
0: Oh we love <laughs> a carpet strip club. I feel like Hustler has carpet.
2: Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It feels like a
0: carpeted joint. Mm-hmm. It's
2: fucking gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we did show up. Oh, my God. We showed up, I want to say, right when she was scheduled to appear. And we went in there. It was empty. <gasps> like, Oh, it, I believe that. But... And so we, the, but like not even with normal patrons, like no one was in there at all. (laughs) So we just started. What day of the week was it? It was just a Friday night at like 10 o'clock. Yeah. We showed up at like 1030 thinking like, okay, we'll get there like a little late and no one was there. And we started wandering around looking for (laughs) anyone. We started asking bartenders. They had no idea what we were talking about. And then finally, maybe by like 11.30ish, that's when Jen's entourage showed up and they were in like a VIP box thing. And then we were just, then people started coming in and there were a lot of patrons there for the establishment. But then there were, by the end (laughs) of the night, there was like a small gaggle of gays that, arrived there to
0: see or Shaw squad. That makes
1: me so (laughs) joyful. I don't the the emptiness of it all just makes me feel a lot of joy. It was wild. Yeah.
0: Something I did want to ask unrelated to strip club is (laughs) have you been present? Have you been present at um, any or many reunions?
2: Oh, yeah. I that's something that is such a huge perk of my job and something I'm very thankful and grateful for. Um, I've been to a lot of New York ones, which are so much fun. <sighs> uh, and just, <laughs> it's, always a good, it's a good day because usually they're days when we are off from work, which is great. So I would go with a couple coworkers. We'd like have a boozy brunch before maybe. And then we would, oh, the trick would be always to go at lunchtime when they break for lunch, because then- could get the download from Andy about like how the morning was giving us like the major beats. And then by the time we sit in and watch, um, the second half of the day, all the women are fired up. They're ready to go. It's mm. like the good packages, the good topics. Uh, and then sometimes I love visiting LA. So sometimes it works out where I'm in LA at the same time that they're filming a reunion. So I actually, I went to the Beverly Hills season nine reunion. Uh, I just happened to be in LA at the same time they were filming it. And so I really wanted to go. So I went and uh, Andy connected me with the production company and they were so sweet. They set me up in sort of this little like closet of a room where I could watch on a monitor the, sh- the reunion as it was happening, but also there was this open door that I could see it, but it was far away. Because mm-hmm. that's the one thing you. New York is fun where I've been like on the balcony of certain random cathedrals that they're shooting at. And so it's, right. it's so wild. It's like you're at Hamilton and I'm like, oh my God, this is like theater. This is wild. <laughs> um, but for Beverly Hills, because it's on the sound stage, you're so far away from the mm-hmm. action. If I was anywhere on the set, I couldn't really hear anything that's going on. So I was watching from a monitor and I could see all them in the background, but this was when LVP didn't show up, of course. But then all of a sudden I'm watching and Camille gets so mad and she gets up and she starts taking off her dress and she is storming off stage. And so for my POV, she was storming right towards me. So <laughs> as because right behind, like right in that area was where all of the ladies' green rooms were. So she was mm-hmm. getting the hell out of there and going back to her green room. And so it was truly one of the greatest professional moments of my career to be sitting That's there amazing. watching Camille Grammer barrel towards oh me God. as I'm like, Oh, my God. I just saw. I think that was my only time I've seen a housewife walk off, which was very exciting.
0: That's legendary. And that walk off is legendary, too, because it's undeserved.
2: <laughs> and you can see I'm I'm in the reunion for like a split second when she's walking off. You just see I'm just sitting there like and it's just tiny. It's like a tiny little <laughs> moment. But then she goes off, and then Andy chased after her, and we had some looks, and I, I could not believe my good fortune. I felt so blessed.
0: Wow. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> really, it's such a joy to hear.
0: <laughs> I can't imagine seeing Camille storm at me. Like, the idea of Camille storming at my body, I i, I don't know that I would handle it well. And
2: I i mean, these reunions, they, go, they do everyone knows they go on for hours Mm -hmm. it's it's one thing to say that colloquially like oh yeah you know we filmed all day it's another thing to be there and watch it and then I mean I usually stay until the bitter end because I love it so much and I really want to see everything through but I go with coworkers and they're like, we've been here for three hours. Like we're leaving, we're going to go get dinner. And I'm like, okay, okay. But like, I really want to see them all toast at the end. And I want, I want to, I want to see everything come together. Um, It's just such a joy.
0: (laughs) Your love of Bravo is so like deep and like genuine and authentic. It's because like, it's so funny to me that like, you you work there and you still speak so highly of uh, like like I would the idea of me speaking with such joy in my heart about my workplace oh I (laughs) don't know that would happen but like
2: I mean that happened to me oh my I when I was in high school I I loved IHOP so much and then I got a job working at IHOP and now I never want to step foot in an IHOP (laughs) again. But so this is a dream. I feel like that. It's a similar
1: place to Bravo, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah,
2: but I do feel like that is a similar sentiment that you usually have when you work someplace. It quickly becomes stale and it's just a dream job. I'm so lucky and
0: so blessed and grateful. (laughs) It's 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 awesome, it really is. Well, uh, before we let you go, Nick, any final thoughts on what's happening on Bravo? Anything that we should be Wait. looking forward to? What? What?
1: We have to talk about the fact that Harry Dubin might be fucking Jen and Mary. Oh, oh. I don't
0: believe that for. A I don't. Second. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't like, believe that. Dumois, you know my feelings on Dumois, right? Mm-hmm. I hate yes. Dumois because <laughs> I'm like blind items are like okay, like lies. I could have written that. B- <laughs> The person who said that Harry is the person could have been me. Yeah. I'm like, it's like, like, and I know nothing about this stuff. Like, like anyone can just say that like, because it, obviously it'd be fun that. that Do you
1: think that there is SLC um, situation that maybe Harry Dubin's not the person? Yeah, yeah.
2: I, cause I saw those rumors. I don't know. I'm going to wait and see for some reason. It just doesn't, it doesn't ping as something that feels incredible i it i feels also insane yeah. i also just don't i never i never picture um jen shah and meredith having the same taste in men or them like i just don't picture them with the same guy
0: yeah mm-hmm. i agree or the same guy being into both of them
2: <laughs> yeah you know like because it's like jen and sharif like i get they are such a good couple and meredith right. and seth and, and like I I don't buy any of those rumors. I feel like it's very much blind itemy and it's easy to make a blind item. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah
1: I mean we could do blind right
0: yeah, we we could do it, it today. <laughs> okay,
1: sorry I interrupted the
2: outro but No,
0: you're fine, you're fine.
1: Do you have any additional know. thoughts? I mean,
0: <laughs> I will
2: say I've watched the first Four episodes of Miami and they're great it's really oh exciting it's we're fun. so excited it's a really it's gonna be really good I think people are really gonna like it and I may have seen the Jersey trailer and it's going it is it looks like this season's going to be crazy so wow. that's gonna be, yeah
0: I, I've heard rumors that it is there is drag out fights in it like it, it full, looks wild yeah well how how far like do you is it do you often get like two or three out like how far into slc and oc have you seen
2: um usually i'll be a couple weeks ahead yeah depend it yeah, it's, it's all it's all up in the air it's very it could be like next week i could have like a week ahead two weeks ahead it really varies
0: yeah I'm just curious i wonder how Sweet. All that works yeah. um well nick thank you so much for being here you are such a oh, bright nice. light in this bravo world um thank and thank you so much for having uh, me this was so of fun. course a, a blast and uh before we let you go i just want you to plug uh, where people can find you if they want to follow um,
2: you well i'm on yeah i'm on instagram and twitter as nick rizzo 815 but yeah
0: yeah, just we'll always around in
2: and also and hopefully we'll be like re- together at a BravoCon soon.
0: Oh, I know, I please. Wait. Um I we kick I've been to the clubhouse a couple times now but Kicks needs to, needs to come so we should No, also, I
1: I want to come. Yeah, I've never been. Oh, absolutely.
0: Um, oh my god, it's so much fun. It
1: always sounds like such a blast. It's a
0: it's Wait, a great I, time. wait. Nick, I actually have a funny clubhouse story. So, I the first time I went to the clubhouse I got tickets through a friend, and then um, it was it was not a housewife's night. It was like a it was a just other people night, and regardless, <laughs> so excited obviously to just be there and and get to be in the presence of Andy. And <laughs> it was Jane Lynch, and then the um, main like guy of Vampire Diaries, Paul Wesley, yeah, Wesley, Wesley, yeah. So obviously. I'm freaking out for Jane because I'm like, oh, my God. And then I was like, I don't know who this Paul guy is. So I'm like, I, I don't know what – I am I don't know Vampire Diaries, whatever. But I'm just, like, so excited to see Jane Lynch in the flesh. Yeah. So, I mean, Best in Show, like, was, like – is, like, one of the best – my, like, go-to comedic movies that I, like, yeah. go-to. I mean, it's she's she's a genius. So we get to the clubhouse and we're, like, drinking in the lobby. And I go uh, run to the restroom before we go into the clubhouse and – this guy's there, and he's, like, being so friendly to me. Like, just, like, weird friendly. Like, he's like, oh, hey, man, what's up? And I'm like, hey. Like, like while I'm peeing. And I'm like, yeah. what is going on? And then, like, we're washing our hands. He's like, you excited for the show? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and so, like, we, like, I'm like, okay, that was weird. It's so like, I go out to the lobby with my friend, and I'm like, this guy is, like, really friendly with me. But, like, he's straight. But, like, I was like, it was weird, and we like, go into I the clubhouse. Him
1: around. Yes, yeah,
0: so we yeah. go into the clubhouse. We sit down, and then, and he's like, "Welcome, Jane Lynch and Paul Wesley." And I'm like, "Oh, that was Paul Wesley. That was like the guy. Oh my God. <laughs> wow." It's just funny because I think he wanted me to be like, "I'm so excited uh, to see yeah, you," yeah, yeah. and I was like, yeah. "Hey, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm here for I'm here for Jane." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I think he was anticipating that. Um, but yeah, this is a funny clubhouse story. Um, well, yes, follow Nick uh, on Twitter and IG. Uh, and then you can follow me at the Sam Hamlet. And you can follow Kix.
1: At Kix Hamlet. That's spelled C I X.
0: Yes. And then the podcast, some sort of pod. And rate, review, subscribe to our pod and all the pods you love. It is the freest and best way to support your favorite content creators. And everyone, have a fabulous night. Nick, say bye to everyone. Bye.
2: Bye. Have a great night. (laughs) Bye-bye.